This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Eaton Vance High Yield ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find smart bond selection from a specialized team with deep fixed income expertise. Get to know what's inside EVHY, the symbol of high yield done right, at eatonvance.com slash symbols. Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Rogers News. Look, the whole area, starting with Central African Republic, then Mali, then Burkina Faso, now Niger, maybe Gabon, it's in a very difficult situation. And certainly the ministers, today defense ministers and tomorrow foreign affairs ministers, have to have a deep thought on what is going on there and how we can improve our policy in respect to these countries. This is a big issue for Europe. That was the raucous sound of a coup unfolding in Gabon this week. And that was followed by the European Union's foreign policy chief, Josep Borrell, talking about a growing trend of coups in African countries. Just what this unstable situation means for these mineral-rich countries and the wider world is the focus of this week's newsroom. Welcome back to the Newsroom, a podcast from Reuters Breaking Views, where economists from around the world talk about the big stories of the week. I'm your host, Amy Donlan, coming to you from London. First it was Niger and now it's Gabon. These countries have both experienced military coups. Gabon is a key source of manganese and to a lesser extent oil, while Niger is a key producer of uranium. Demand for these minerals is rising, which puts a focus on these countries. And here to talk to me about this fast-moving situation is Pierre Briançon, who has been writing about it, and our European business editor, Lisa Yuka. So, Pierre and Lisa, you are very welcome back to the Views Room. Good to be Thank here. Thank you. So... I, I maybe some of our listeners, Pierre, will need a little bit of background into Gabon and Niger as to what has been going on politically in these countries. What what has sort of sparked this instability in these countries? First of all, the two coup d'état seem to be in line with what has been happening in the region in the next uh, couple of years. It comes after three or four. I've lost count. That's telling you something. Uh, other other military overthrows in other African countries. These ones are, look different because they happen in what the IMF itself classifies as resource-rich countries, as you mentioned, Niger for uranium and a bit of oil, and Gabon for uh, uh, manganese and a bit of oil as well. Gabon is, by the way, a member of OPEC. The Gabon coup that seemed to happen is a bit different because it looks like it has been triggered by a, a, a rigged election, the election of sitting, re-election of sitting president Ali Bongo, who's been on, in office almost 15 years now, and who inherited basically the job from his father who ruled Gabon for 42 years before him. 
So we are talking about a rotten, corrupt regime. And uh, the first time, actually, I think that uh, that uh, a coup has seemed to succeed in that region. So it seems to have immediate, it seems to have immediate political causes. Uh, Niger came as more of a surprise. Uh, Niger is a landlocked country in the middle of Africa, sub-Saharan Africa. It came even as a surprise to France, who is the, um, the patron, uh, the, colonizer. The, uh, co <laughs> the former colonizer who still has a, a pretty significant military presence in the region, especially in the country after being kicked, more or less kicked out of Mali. Uh, and uh, the coup came as a surprise to the French to the to, to the point that uh, President Macron is has threatened to fire the head of the security services for not being able to to foresee and to 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 see that something was going on in Niger. But so Niger came as a surprise. Contrary to Gabon, it passes for a relatively democratic country. The the, the president who has been deposed was elected in apparently normal conditions. So it's a bit. It, it seems to be more a reflection of high, highly unpopular France and it's what it is doing in the region has become because the military junta has uh, taken to very anti-French rhetoric. That's why France may be fearing that it's uh, it imports 15, a bit more than 15% of its uranium needs from Niger, so it may fear that uh, something will, uh, will, uh, will happen to, that, uh, to those imports. Okay, so quite a lot of instability and uh, and surprise here. Lisa, I was just wondering if you could talk me through the significance of the minerals that comes from these countries and the companies and industries that they they service and why it is so kind of critical. Yes, absolutely. So we 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 need to place this in the broader context, you know, of what we're seeing nowadays. So uh, already uh, last year, but, you know, certainly intensifying this year, we have, um, you know, seen a realization from the United States and Europe that some key minerals and metals, you know, that are essential for the green transition that these regions are pushing for uh, are sourced from, uh, you know, other regions in the world. I mean, in particular, China. China uh, has a lot of bottlenecks because it sources some rare materials, you know, which are very important, but also refines uh, a lot of the materials, you know. I mean, we're talking about uh, lithium, you know, graphite, which are used in um, electric vehicle batteries. Um, and so it's quite important for Western nations to diversify its supply and to secure. Uh, the supply of these key materials. So manganese that we mentioned um, is found in Gabon. Gabon is the second largest producer after South Africa. Uh, and obviously, if this military coup is somehow leading to disruption in in exports, and this is something we're fearing. I mean, there was a, a French miner that kind of hinted that, well, stopped as far as I understand, you know, um, operations uh, while this uh, coup is taking place. So if it's more difficult to, to source it, then the race, you know, intensifies and prices are, are going to go up. But it's also going to be more complicated if you want, you know, for the West to achieve its uh, stated goal of transitioning to a greener economy. Yes. And what are here the kind of knock-on effects then as well? Because like you mentioned, Lisa, China, 
China has been very active in Africa, again, kind of sourcing lots of different materials. Um, France has, has relations as well. What are the sort of knock on effects for those countries if there is a sort of more hostile environment for them? Well, maybe they should reflect on the reasons why there is a hostile environment to begin with. Uh, again, both Niger and Gabon are relatively well off in the continent because their growth, for example, will accelerate this year. Whereas you have to realize that the whole of Sub-Sahara Africa growth will decelerate this year for the second time in a row. This shouldn't happen in countries that have such a vibrant demographics. Okay, this is not a normal situation. Why is that? Is it happening? Because the 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 the, the West Sahara, West Africa in general, is in a perfect storm, being hit by rising interest rates because of the Fed and the ECB policy. Uh, interest rates are becoming so the debt load is is increasing. They 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 are being markets. They they can't fund themselves on markets after markets went crazy in the last decade over the frontier frontier uh, countries etc. They cannot fund themselves normally. Uh, and uh, uh, all the, their currency, local currencies are depreciating, whether they are pegged to another currency or not. The damage seems to be uh, uh, they so victim of uh, associated inflation. And this came, this comes at the worst possible moment. Meanwhile, discussions about rescheduling of the debt are still, you know, uh, a, a, long, a long way off, except for a few countries that managed to do that, like Zambia or Ghana. So the context is general hardship, and we're talking serious hardship for, for the continent. Uh, Niger, for example, is uh, incredibly demographically uh, dynamic country. More than half the, almost half the population is less than 15. That's the most. I mean, it's, it's way above the rest of Africa, which is itself itself pretty pretty booming in terms of demography. Niger again is the one of the main victims of global warming. It's basically a desert, uh, and it's landlocked. And so, uh, uh, you can you can see the root causes of this. Okay, uh, and and they go from back from two 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 to three years at least. So the knock-on effects will probably be that the the goodwill of future governments or future military rulers will not be as evid as obvious as it used to be in the past from from other types of governments. Um, again, again, for example, you have to probably make a difference between what happens in in Gabon, which is still be pretty much unknown what happened in Niger with the head of the presidential guard who took over basically from the president he was supposed to protect is uh, seem to have acted on a, a, a willingness a willingness by the president to crack down on the on the bribes he was taken from different uh, sides and so Again, corruption is also endemic. This has a lot of consequences. But countries like China, the US and France, who are the main, the three main powers, economic powers in the region, benefited from the complicity of uh, shady governments. And so what they're going to do in the future, I don't know if we're going to see a lot of political change, but uh, they, may, they may have reasons to fear for their economic interests. Um, if if I may just you know add one more comment uh, to what Pierre was just mentioning in, in terms of you know the 
uh, ripple effects, you know, of geopolitical uh, changes. Um, again, you know, with regards to resources, I mean, Niger is a is a large producer of uranium. Um, so uranium, I mean, is obviously not uh, used uh, for the for the green transition, but you know, it's um, it's important uh, for defense well, the, for nuclear you know, power. French, the French government would disagree. Well, with they that. consider themselves. Well, yes, if we consider nuclear power as as a green, but but the the, the the thing I wanted to to mention, which you also mentioned in your column, Pierre, is that uh, there have been calls, you know, to try and sanction uh, Russian uranium. Uh, obviously, if we can't access uh, uranium in Niger, and Niger is the largest producer, I mean, then those calls, you know, for sort of trying to put this, uh, enforce these sanctions against Russia and stifle, um, you know, their military advance in, in Ukraine are also going to weaken. So, as you can see, something happens in Africa, but the ripple effects are really global. Yeah, they're already scrambling to to reorient or to to reshuffle the the trade link. So we saw Kazakhstan, for example, rushing to propose its own uranium to France in case uh, imports from Niger uh, were being cut. Of course, we hope that the Euro Kazakh uranium really comes from Kazakhstan, which is another matter. But interesting, very interesting. So yes, I mean, I suppose I, my last question is, I sort of wonder, Pierre. Are we are, should we expect more of these coups in Africa? Is that a sense you get from your reporting? Given Economic hardships yeah. breed mm -hmm. political instability. And that said, the political so-called stability that we could observe in some countries in the last decade was uh, fake stability because it rests on poor uh, political uh, foundations. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, when all the dots are aligned, if you want, uh, thing you know, economic, tough economic problems, uh, and and the political uh, uncertainty about some the, the 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 stability of some governments, you can expect yes, uh, some of these coups to 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 happen again. Okay, well, Lisa, Pierre, thank you so much for your time. Um, a fascinating situation. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast was produced by Oliver Tashtich in London. Subscribe to The Views Room and our sister podcast, The Exchange, on Apple Podcasts, Megaphone, or wherever you like to listen. I'm Kim Vanell. Join me every morning for a roundup of what's happening at home and around the world. From the front line in Ukraine. Extraordinary how these people adjust and uh, even laugh when you take cover. To the heart of US politics. When Trump said that he expected to be arrested, it seems like he was trying to get ahead of the story. We bring you everything you need to know in 10 minutes. For your essential daily briefing, follow Reuters World News wherever you get your podcasts. This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Parametric Equity Premium Income ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find institutional expertise from a specialized team with deep derivatives experience. Get to know what's inside PAPI, the symbol of alternative income, at eatonvance.com slash symbols.
Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at eatonvance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC.